Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Many people know that the price of food we buy and eat has little to do with the cost of producing it. Food is a commodity, and the laws of supply and demand, by and large, put the price tag on tea in China, cornflakes in the U.S., or this in the country of India. Turns out that country right now is in a giant uproar after heavy monsoon rains damaged crops and reduced supplies. The government took action, banning exports and cracking down on those who would hoard the vegetable in an attempt to lower prices. That in turn angered farmers who protested on the streets. It's an election year in India, and fear of inflation triggered by the price of the vegetable could affect the current prime minister's chance of winning another term. It wouldn't be the first time, as turnovers in the government in an election in India were triggered both in 1998 and in 2013 by the high cost of onions. Wouldn't that be sad, Cliff? You lost an election. Because of onions. Because the vegetable crop was bad. Yeah. You would think yeah. that perhaps some of your ideas yeah. on how to run the country would be uh, a little more important than the, uh, the price, price of, of onions. onions. Yes. Well, Cliff, I read this morning that there's a guy in Idaho yeah. who set a new world record by standing on a balance beam and using a sword to cut grapes in two that were tossed at him. Wow. Picture that. He's on a, so he has to balance. Yes. And he's holding a sword. And he's swinging the sword and cutting onion, or cutting onions, cutting grapes in two. Yes. As someone tosses Throws them his, to him. Yeah. I guess you have to have, like, a, your own personal grape tosser that can throw them. Right. So you can get... So it's, it's kind of like when they throw... Uh, like when they have a home run derby at yes. the All-Star break, they always pick someone to throw for them who's going to serve up meatballs. That's exactly right. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what. This man yeah. here with the sword and the grapes, Yeah. would he not be a fly's worst enemy in the summertime? <laughs> yes, grasshopper. You put a fly swatter in his hand. <laughs> his name Miyagi, by the way? It might, yes, it might be. In the immortal words of the great philosopher Plato. Yes, I would drink a lot less if it took a lot less to get me drunk. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a direct quote, but yeah, it's in the ballpark. But it's in the, yeah, I mean, some of the exact wording is probably lost to antiquity. Yes. But I would say it's fairly accurate to his intention. I think it is, We too. should have that on a plaque here in the wall in the room somewhere. We should put it on the wall. That would be, oh. Right. <laughs> if I knew how to do that, um. Oh, needlepoint. Oh, okay. Would that not look wonderful? Oh, yeah. I would drink a lot less if it took a lot less to get me drunk. <laughs> well, it perked my ears up when you were talking about the uh, board directors for the, the fair. County Fair. Yes. Yeah, I figured it, you would. Matt Kolb, the it's secretary. The secretary, yes. You ever seen Matt Kolb in a dress? Because that's, that's, not, uh, that's not a good look. <laughs> for Matt Kolb. 
<laughs> is there is there a good look for Matt Cole? Yes, he's, he looks oh, good okay. with a hula hoop around the his hula, waist. Yeah, that's yes. right. This story presents the difficulty the criminal justice system has outsourcing. Police in Houston, Texas say Clint Walker is a bad, bad man with an extensive criminal record in his most recent charge, capital murder. Now, the jail in Harris County, though, overcrowded. And so instead of waiting trial without bond, he was allowed to bail out, getting $100,000 from a bail bondsman and walking free until his case was called. Provided, of course, he consented to wearing one of those GPS ankle monitoring devices. Now, a lot of people may not know that's a luxury that defendants have to pay for. The court system there has contracted with a company called guarding public service to install, maintain, and track those ankle monitors, and the defendants paid that company directly to wear the stylish ankle fashion. That situation, you might have thought, would have begged the question. What happens when someone wearing an ankle monitor doesn't pay their bill? In Walker's case, it meant the company repossessed the tracking device, removing it without a court order or notifying authorities September 19th. He was located and taken into custody last week. The company says they didn't do anything wrong, as the contract states they're required to notify authorities when a monitor is removed. Perhaps we should change the contract to say, before it's removed. <laughs> they ought to make them so they can shock. <laughs> if you don't pay, you know. You get shocked. You do get shocked every 30 minutes till you get the check in the mail. You could do that to your car. Oh. Well, Cliff, we have our first critique in for the new song from Dan oh, and Shay oh, and we Justin did, huh? Bieber. Yes. Okay. Got a text message that says, yeah. I never thought it could be done. You just turned a Friday into a Monday with that song. <laughs> that wasn't I'm, our intention. I'm going to say that's, that sounds just generally negative. I'm, I would yeah, put that in the negative. Yes. Negative. Negative call okay. right there. Yeah. I yeah. read this morning that uh, this is kind of concerning, especially to me. Mm-hmm. Cheese prices. Yeah. Here in the United States are expected to jump. Really? Yes. Now, the same can't be said about me. I have no intention of jumping. Of jumping <laughs> not one little bit. I can't blame you there. Yes. Yeah. Because you're full of cheese. That's exactly right. <laughs> well Not if it gets expensive. Not if though. it gets expensive, right. I yeah. won't be. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Cliff. What's that? Because British researchers yeah. have recently found out that yeah. things that scare you or appall you yeah. causes age lines in your face. <laughs> oh, really? Because of the way when you're shocked and scared, yeah. you crinkle your face up. Okay. That causes you to get all kinds of age lines. <laughs> I had no idea. So basically, yeah. the just-in-time-for-breakfast mm-hmm. is the fountain of crow's feet. <laughs> Is that not true? If it's I scrunch my face up a lot whenever you do a just in time if, for breakfast. If that research can be believed, yes. The fountain of crow's feet. Yeah. Just in time for breakfast. And lucky you and I <laughs> You get to hear it after the eight o'clock news. And we all get to scrunch our face up. <laughs> and look a little older afterwards. Yes. <laughs> Why do I look so young? Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean just look at me. No, I'm not looking over Just that Just look. Way. No, I'm not looking at that. I'm not scrunching. That's why. We, this artifact in a Viking museum in England dates back to the 9th century. It was found during an archaeological excavation in 1972, and it gives real light as to how humans lived, at least in that part of the world, in 
900 AD. The artifact is technically known as a coprolite, but it can also be known as paleofeces, which in the language of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast is fossilized human poop, and it's impressively 8 inches long and 2 inches in diameter. Scientists say analysis of the specimen indicates the Vikings ate largely meat and bread and were also riddled with intestinal worms and other parasites. Take it to the bank aficionados will appreciate the fact that a scientist who studies poop on that uh, age scale is known as a paleoscatologist. And, by the way, the Viking poop has been appraised for insurance purposes at about $40,000. Only you <laughs> would give us the dimensions. <laughs> for some reason, you thought that was required. It's actually a world's record. <laughs> Somebody listening is going to take that as a challenge now, Cliff. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Hi, who's this? Angela Gatling. Okay, Angela, where are you from? Uh, Evansville. Okay. Guess where I'm headed? Princeton. Owensville. Owensville. Where are you going? I got this, dude. You got I got this. I got this. I promise you. Well, Angela, oh, okay. before we get there, what are you going to Owensville for? I'm picking up my dad. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Angela, let's hear what you got. Just take her to Big Rock. There you go. That's Congratulations. <laughs> wow, have you have you tried to win before and lost, Angela? Hello? Are you still there? Yeah, yeah well, I got to pull over. Hang on. <laughs> oh, no. no. She's so excited she had to pull over. Well, Angela, I'm glad you won. I'm glad you're so excited. Now, are you, will you be taking uh, anybody special with you to Nashville? My husband. Oh, and oh, okay. what's his name? Okay, well, Angela, I am happy that you won. I'm happy that you're so happy. You drop by our studio and pick up your winnings, okay? You're quite welcome. Bye-bye, Angela. Wow, just take her to Big Rock. Don't go there. Don't go to Big Rock. Don't go to <laughs> Angela. Stay away from that. <laughs> this weekend, Cliff, at the yeah. theaters, mm -hmm. Joker. And I've been reading reports and reviews yeah. on this movie. Yeah. And some people are saying that over the weekend, mm -hmm. they think this might take in close to $100 million. Really? It is wow. very uh, sad. It's a scary one. It's rated yeah. R, so don't take your kids right. to see it. And, and I, I have read stories not only all over the country, but here in the area in Evansville where the theater is going to debut, they've already got restrictions in place because they think people are going to show up in various costumes. Um, and it's going to be, you know, could be a security risk. Yeah. So they're telling people not, not to do things like that. Uh, but I think it's uh, has the potential to be probably a much deeper, darker movie than what people realize it's going to be. I think so, too. Yeah. Now, of course, it's set in Gotham City. And I think, Cliff, maybe the FBI ought to get involved with the investigation of the police department in Gotham City. <laughs> Why would you say that? These have to be the worst police officers in the world because they can catch no bad oh. dudes in that city, ever. You know, you're absolutely right. Yes. Because when you think about it, all of the um, stories about Gotham City saw basically just general lawlessness until there was some orphan in a rubber suit that come around. <laughs> <laughs> An orphan in a rubber suit. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. Was it not? Well, that's true. I mean, when the police got in trouble, I guess if somebody, you know, jaywalked, 
they'd shine the bat thing in the air. And here comes the orphan in the rubber suit down to save the day. That's the essence of Batman story, is it not? And it's the same villains over and over. Exactly right. Like, how do you let them out? Is there like a revolving door in the jail or what? You know, the Penguin's not a nice guy. Just leave him in jail. There's no sense in letting him out. Well, Cliff, this is a rather strange concert here. A concert? Yes. Okay. You know the group Kiss. Yeah. They've uh, been around since the 70s. Yeah. They're going to play off of the coast of Australia. Oh, oh, I've I've heard about this. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is a little odd. And their music yeah. during their concert is yeah. going to be piped down into the ocean into a submarine mm-hmm. full of tourists who are there looking for sharks. <laughs> so they're going to have Kiss playing. Yeah. And sharks are going to be floating all around these tourists. <laughs> I don't know what's scarier here, Cliff. The idea of being stuck at sea with a bunch of sharks around yeah. you, yeah. or the idea of old men wearing makeup. That's kind of scary, too, don't you think? <laughs> well, yeah. I think that's very scary. Yeah. And, and, you know, in some sense, reading that story yesterday was just a bit sad because you remember the movie or the TV show Happy Days. Oh, yes. When Fonzie uh, jumped the shark. Yes. And it signified the end of the program, basically, because everything else was just really, who cares? After that point, yes. you jumped a shark. <laughs> <laughs> in some sense, Kiss is jumping a shark here. Literally. They're on a boat, and they're over the top of the shark. I think just, you might be right there. Yeah. It's just sad. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And today we're going to do four or five real quickies okay. for you. So is there also a chance for me to throw in uh, and repeat what I did earlier? Do you have a quickie? Well, yeah. Okay. Don't you remember following the 8 o'clock news? I mean, you were here. Oh, no. 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 So you do yours, and then I'll throw mine in at the end. Okay. Well, here we go. Yes. It takes between eight and nine minutes for light to get from the sun to earth. Yes. Tarantulas can live up to... 30 years. Oh, didn't know that. A slug has four noses. Didn't know that. During your lifetime, on average, you will grow about 590 miles of hair. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Wow. Yes. And finally, Cliff. Yeah. Frosted Flakes mascot, Mm -hmm. Tony the Tiger. Yes. Did you know that Tony has a wife? Ooh. No. Her name? Yeah. Mrs. Tony. Well, that was original and creative. He's got a son, too. Oh, there's a son. Yes. Okay. His name? Yeah. Tony Jr. Also original. And he also has a daughter. And what's the daughter's name? Antoinette. (laughs) Or Tony with an I. There you go. (laughs) And all of that you can take to the bank. And I'll... I'll see all yours and raise you a scientist known as a paleoscatologist who studies fossilized poop. There you go. (laughs) So I'm here. Well, (laughs) Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, start with number three. An orphan in a rubber suit. (laughs) It's Batman. Number two. Have you ever seen Matt Kolb in a dress? Not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. 
I'd drink a lot less if it took a lot less to get me drunk. I wonder if you've ever seen Matt Cobb in a rubber suit before. Oh, no. I don't know. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.